today I want to talk to you about five reasons we need healthy emotions. Five reasons we need healthy emotions. So number one, if we don't surrender our emotions, they will control us. If we don't surrender our emotions, they will control us. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 says, a person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. I'm going to repeat that again. A person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. Emotions are, can affect and do affect every decision that we make in our daily lives. As we grow in our relationship with Jesus, it is crucial that our mind is renewed so that our emotions can be renewed. Negative emotions are connected to patterns of thinking, trauma, negative circumstances, and distorted perceptions. We must learn to strengthen our self-control through the practice of our faith rooted in God's word. And also whatever we don't learn to master will eventually end up mastering us. Our emotions have to be processed, evaluated, and redirected through the lens of of Christ's character. Why do I want to begin here? I want to begin here because we are living in a time where we are so we're living in a generation that is so consumed by social media. And many times that we don't we don't put a stop or we don't put boundaries in our day-to-day -day life. We don't put boundaries in the in the amount of consumption we have in social media. We don't put boundaries in our in, in our in our thought life. We don't put boundaries in the in our emotional life. And I believe that this is going to help you redirect and reevaluate your emotions, your thoughts, and it's gonna help you understand a lot of things. Why do I say if we don't surrender our emotions? Our our emotions were never meant to be controlled by us. I'm going to repeat that again. Our emotions were never given to us by God in order for us to control them. Our emotions were given to us by God in order for us to surrender our emotions to him and then come to him and align ourselves to his will, align ourselves to his spirit. So therefore we can make decisions based on healthy emotions, based on emotions that are God led and not led by just our flesh, our flesh, I'm sorry, or a sinful nature. One of the things that I wanted to share with you guys is that many times we feel the need because of certain circumstances to just take control of everything, take control of our finances, take control of, of you know, the work or, or, or if we're going to school or if we're doing all these things, we sometimes we feel like we need to control it. We need to have some sort of control. And this is the process where God begins in our life to develop our character. He begins to uh, show us a lot of the times when we just blow up and we, our emotions just take control of us and they, our emotions just overwhelm us. These are the times where God is showing us the areas or the trigger points or the warning signs of the things in our lives that we need, that need to be renewed. And I believe that God is raising up a generation full of discernment, a generation full of his spirit, a generation that is willing to sit down and have healthy emotions. Number two, I want to talk to you about if we don't understand the purpose of emotions, we will be abused by them or we will eventually abuse others with them. If we don't understand the purpose of emotions, I believe that 
If we don't understand the purpose of something, I have always understood this, we will eventually abuse it. If we don't understand the purpose of something which God created, we will eventually abuse that thing. So this understanding comes through revelation. So this is not just um, uh, something that I can tell you, well, listen to this information and you're going to get it. This is something that you actually have to go to the secret place. You have to go in your relationship with God and you have to say, Father God, I want you to reveal to me what is the purpose of my emotions. Why did you give me emotions? How am I supposed to express my emotions? How am I supposed to reevaluate and direct my emotions? How are my emotions supposed to be surrendered and led by you? And when you ask yourself these questions and when you come to the Father, God is going to bring fresh revelation in your life on how to do so. So understanding this comes through revelation. And unless we understand the purpose why something was created, we will eventually be destined to abuse it and misuse it. So for example, I have this really nice example that God gave me. A scissors in the hands of a hairstylist is different than scissors in the hands of a baby. A hairstylist understands the way the scissors ought to be used, but a baby does not. This can cause the child to accidentally end up hurting themselves. If you give a child or, or, or a baby scissors. Scissors can also have multiple functions. For example, a fashion designer uses it to cut fabric. A school teacher might use it to cut paper for a project and, or a ca carpenter might use it to cut leather for a piece of furniture or something that he's creating. At the end of the day, all these people understand the purpose. If you give them a pair of scissors, they will excel at what they do. And if we don't understand the reason we were given the ability to feel emotions, we will eventually become a victim of deception or use them to abuse others without even knowing. So this is why it's important to understand why God gave us emotions. Why do we have them in scripture? I love how the word says that we ought to have the character of Christ. We ought to have the same attitude. I love first Peter chapter four verse one, where it says we have to have the same attitude that Jesus had when it came to controlling and, and, and surrendering his flesh. When it came to the, the, the sinful passions and desires, Jesus had the attitude of crucifying those passions and desires. I love when the word of God teaches us to surrender and yield to the Holy Spirit, to look for wisdom. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. I love when scripture teaches us how to surrender and yield to the voice of the Holy Spirit. In Psalm 103, we see uh, the psalmist said, oh my, bless the Lord, all oh my soul. The psalmist is, is speaking to his himself, his soul, and he's saying, soul, bless the Lord. He's speaking to himself and saying, speaking to his soul, bless the Lord and do not forget all his benefits. I love when uh, in scripture we see how the word says, how can a young man in Psalm 119, uh, I, I believe it's verse seven. It says, how can a young man keep his way pure? It says by taking heed, by taking care and observing your word. And the point number three, the quality of our life is determined by emotional health. I'm going to repeat that. The quality of life of our life is determined by emotional health. It is no secret that our emotions have a lot to do with our mood swings and mental health. 
The quality of our decisions will always determine the quality of our life. But we also have to know that sometimes the decisions we make are influenced by positive or negative emotions. If we learn to direct our emotions to the right place, we will make it easier to react properly when it comes to making important decisions. Our decisions are influenced by our perception, and unfortunately, sometimes our perception of people and circumstances are affected by the way we feel in that very moment. Healthy emotions allow us to view circumstances with clarity and perceive others without a defense mechanism triggered by fear. Why do I want to talk to you about this? Sometimes because of the traumas and the suffering and the pain that we have gone in the past, our perception is distorted. The way we view others is distorted. The way we view ourselves is distorted. And this is why it's necessary to allow God to heal our heart, to heal our mind. Because if we don't allow God to bring restoration, and heal those wounds and heal that pain and all these things that we have gone through, it's going to be difficult for us to develop healthy emotions. It's going to be difficult for us to, to see others and perceive things the way that they should be uh, perceived. Why do I say this? Because, it, for example, a bitter person, a person who is bitter in this very moment might perceive other things and people through the lens of bitterness. A person that is in fear or a person that has been abused physically might perceive other people's intentions in a different way. A person that maybe... Uh, uh, has 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 been abused when the, in their kindness to other people might have this trigger or this defense mechanism when they will no longer uh, uh, be kind to people because their kindness was abused in the past. So this is why it's important that. In our emotions, we allow God to heal the fear of man, heal the bitterness, heal the unforgiveness, the, the, the physical abuse, the emotional abuse, so that we can begin to see other people like Christ sees them. So we can begin to feel and perceive and discern what God wants to do in our lives through other people's lives. Sometimes, um, so, sometimes um, our heart is, I, I believe that our heart is really the core and the place of, of our life. Like the Bible says, uh, guard above all things, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. I believe that in your, if you're in your heart, there's bitterness. It's going to be very difficult for you to perceive a hundred percent and clearly what God wants to do in certain circumstances, because we already have a defense mechanism. We already have something in our heart that is clogging clogging us up that it's that is blocking uh God's voice to be manifested in that area because there is a wound. So right there where you are, I just want you to ask the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, heal my heart. Holy Spirit, show me the areas of my life that need to be restored, that need to be healed. And point number four, in order to live at our maximum potential, in order to live in our maximum potential, why do we need healthy emotions? Because we need to live at our maximum potential. We know that the opposite of love is not hate. It's fear. That's why the perfect love of God casts out all fear. Fear produces a crippling effect that keeps you from becoming who Christ made you to be. If we had a friend that lied to us as often as our fears lied to us, we would end that relationship very quickly. 
In order to live in complete freedom, we must live free of fear. Our potential is not God's responsibility to pull out. There comes a point in every believer's life when we must realize that it is up to us to release that potential. God put it there, but it's our responsibility to align ourselves to his will so it can be released completely. The father so loved the world that he sent his son and to Jesus to redeem it. And Jesus so loved the bride that he sent his Holy Spirit to live inside each one of us. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us in this journey of releasing and becoming what God has placed in us, which is our identity in Christ. Listen, it's very important for us to understand that God has promised, has given you promises because God has already been in your future. God is already has already seen you and has already seen the finished product at the end. But when God sends those promises, they're not promises that they're not promises that are unconditional because this is also subject to the decisions that we make. God sees you in a spirit. God sees you through the eyes of Christ. And this is why it's very important that when God gives us promises, we do our part. God keeps his promises, but it is our responsibility to release that potential. God has given us his spirit, the spirit of resurrection. And that's why we have no excuse to not allow God to manifest his will in our lives. And point number five, I want to finish quickly and not take much of your time. The reason we need healthy emotions, the last one, number five, is to connect with others and establish kingdom relationships. As we begin to uh, live emotionally healthy lifestyles, we will begin to discover that our destiny is always connected to the people we surround ourselves with. Healthy people aren't afraid to be vulnerable. As a matter of fact, vulnerability is the essence of a real, genuine relationship. These are one of the things that make a powerful relationship. Every purpose is connected to another purpose. Because in order to see it come to pass, I must engage with you and allow your purpose to impact my life. Therefore, entering into the proper relationships would be the equivalent of two distinctive worlds clashing together to birth something for the kingdom. It was never in God's intention or it was never in God's intention for us to live and do everything by ourselves. Not even Adam. When God created Adam, he said it is not good for man to be alone. If you think you're self-sufficient in this life, then you have reduced your purpose and vision to only something you can accomplish. Yet throughout history, we see that no one who was great ever did it alone. We will always meet the people that hold keys to specific doors in our inner being in order to unlock something that we never knew we carried. Jesus unlocked something inside of the disciples that the disciples knew, didn't know, I'm sorry, that they carried. Moses unlocked something in the life of Joshua and Aaron that Joshua and Aaron didn't know they had. Samuel unlocked something inside of David that David knew, David didn't knew, know that he had. Paul unlocked something in Timothy that Timothy didn't know he had. And just like this, in Scripture and throughout history, we could even compare it to uh, 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 great men and women in hit throughout history that they never did it alone. 
God will always connect you with somebody and in a relationship, and he will always connect a purpose with another purpose in order to get you to where you need to go. And with this, I leave you guys the five reasons why we need healthy emotions. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope this is a word that would edify you, a word that you will keep it and meditate it, meditate with it throughout the day. I know that's going to be a huge blessing for your life. And I pray that God has spoken to you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for everything you've done. I thank you for everyone that's listening, Father. And I pray that you may continue to work in our hearts, work in our emotions, God, because he who began the work in us shall perfect it and finish it, Father. I thank you, Lord. We surrender our emotions. We surrender our hearts, Lord. And we just ask you to show us those areas of our life that need to be worked on, that need to be surrendered. And I also pray, God, that everybody that's listening and watching, Father, that you will also show them the people in, in, in your kingdom that they need to connect with and that they need to establish a genuine relationship with. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend or two. Thank you. Have a great day.